Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to part two of episode one. Once again, we're going to have our original guests, Gardens and Seeds, here. My name is John. We have David here as well. What's up? What's up? So basically, we the uh, the podcast, actually, when we were recording, actually went longer. So we wanted to break it up into two parts. So let's begin with part two. And like I said, people are people. And, yeah. I, you know, I would really love to meet or have a podcast with someone that, you know, whether they be famous, well-known, established, successful, whatever you call it. My thing is they don't have to be in my house. Yeah. We'll just do it remote. You, you're at the comfort of your home. If you can give me your time to sit here and record this with me, then cool. We could have a good conversation, yeah. Yeah. you know, and, and that's what I'm getting at. People are people. You met Pharrell and, and, and thankfully he treated you just like another person. Yeah. He didn't treat you, you like our time. You yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. So. Well, you know, they say you're not supposed to meet your heroes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So you guys are definitely lucky that you met your hero yeah. delivered, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And uh, it, it just sucks when you when you meet, and for people also, like when they meet someone famous and they expect something from them, you know, like, right. oh, let me take a picture, let me get an autograph in the middle of their dinner. And then if they get upset, they're like, man, that's fucked you up. Me, yeah, like, that person's an ass. You should expect that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I've always said that if I, if me personally, if I met one of my heroes, right, or like the, the, the star that I look up to, fuck a picture, fuck an autograph. I don't need that shit, man. I honestly just want maybe five minutes of your time to have a conversation, tell you what you've changed in my life, yeah, if anything. You know what inspired. I'm saying? How you inspired me, how you made me want to be a different person, whatever it may be. But my point is just treat everybody equally. You know, and and that's why even like for me, you never know who you're going to meet. You never know who you're talking to. There's days where I'm that guy that I'm like, don't fucking talk. I don't want to talk to anyone. If I don't know you, don't even come five feet within, you know, within me. But then I, I, I got to remind myself. And that's what I'm telling you. It's a constant reminder. I have to remind myself. I don't know who this person is yet. So if someone's <clears throat> coming up to me to talk to me, I don't know what they're going to talk about. Mm. And right now that we travel a lot. I feel like whenever I'm in the airport, if I'm on a plane, I try to just be open. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know when you know when you're in the airport and you see somebody and you're like, "Oh man!" Like, the, do you have an open seat next to you? And they kind of look at you like, "Oh, is it cool if I sit down?" And then maybe you don't say nothing, so they just keep walking. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Lately, now I try to be like, if I notice that, I try to be like, "Oh, you can sit right here," or I'll move my yeah. stuff over a little bit more. The sign that it's like it's cool for you I to come right here. Eye, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Good. Even just smiling at people. Man. Yeah, man. I, I like to say hi to random people. Yeah, definitely. I like to say good morning. You know, on a plane, I'm, we're about to go to New York. That's a six-hour flight. <laughs> You're going to sit next to someone and not say a single word to them yeah, for fucking six hours? I can't do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I hate awkward moments, man. So, I feel like I always have to die somebody. Ever since I've been open-minded, I, I forget which flight we were on, but I think it might have been Hawaii. I talked to somebody I didn't know the whole time. And I was like, dude, that was cool. And you, you want to know, know what's crazy? Here's the other thing about you never know, right? The person I was talking to, I know for sure it was Hawaii because I remember that. the person I was talking to was joking with me, um, laughing, just talking. They were on their way back to Hawaii. And you know, he had a Hawaii hat on. And I was like, this dude's from Hawaii for sure. You know what I'm saying? You could tell too, he had a little bit of an accent. And then when we got off the plane, I was like, Welcome back home. I told him. I said, "This is home, right?" And he goes, "No, nah, this used to be home." Like he's like, "I, I moved out off the island a long time ago." He's like, "I'm actually back for a funeral." 
and then I was like, oh, shit. And then he was just like, yeah, he's like, a, I think it was someone close to his sister or his mom or somebody really close, you know? And I was like, damn, man, like, that shit hit me, right? I was yeah. like, yo, I'm sorry for your loss. And he was like, nah, man, thank you for the conversation. And I was just wow. like, fuck, dude, that he whole needed that. flight. He needed the yeah, vibes, we right? were just like... talking, laughing. I had no clue. And when he told me that shit, I was like, damn, bro, like, and like I said, you never know who you're talking to. Talking to. Yeah, 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 yeah. You never know. Been sitting in his thoughts, right? Like right. lost yeah. in his thoughts. I was just like, fuck. So that that's my thing. You know what I mean? Talk to people. Be open. You never know what you're talking about. You don't know if you change the mind of somebody. I've had someone tell me before, too, like, yo, no lie. Like, big dude, big beard. Like, <laughs> I kind of would have already assumed, like, oh, I'm not going to talk to this dude. You right. know what I'm saying? And then they were the same thing. Like, it was good conversation. You know what I mean? And I was just like, that's how it is, you know? And so that's 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 my thing. Hopefully, one day when I get to meet, you know, the, it's just a short list, maybe two or three people that I'd be like, oh, my God, I need to go say something, right? Yeah. One day I get to meet one of them, and hopefully it'll be a conversation versus yeah. just like, a, oh, did you want an autograph? And then that's no. it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, no, I don't need your autograph. I don't yeah. need to prove to everybody that I've met you before. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, yeah. that shit ain't nothing. So, yeah. but um, tell me what you're working on now. I kind of want to going on now that you guys work on. So, uh, other than the Gardens and Seeds thing, um, I'm creative consulting. I have my own LLC. It's called Eric DeVera LLC. And I'm creative consulting for a company in Japan, actually, man. Really? Yeah. I didn't even realize they were based out of Japan. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to mention the company because... That's fine. No, no, it's good. You know, yeah. but I, I'm on the... I'm, I'm a designer on the apparel side and actually um, get to work with people that I actually admire uh, through this company. So, um, and man, and the big thing uh, with that is, man, I'm able to express myself. I feel like it's not even work, you know? Like, I could do this shit in my sleep. That's good. And it doesn't feel like a job, you know? And, and the thing I get, the the thing that I, um, that I get out of it is, um, dude, it's dope for me to have my own business, you know? I, mm-hmm. I want to be my own boss. Yeah. You know, I am my own boss, technically. And, um, and I do that so I could, you know, hopefully inspire other people to to move on the passion or whatever they love, rather than talking about oh I hate Mondays. I don't believe that, man. Yeah. You know, but yeah. So I'm currently creative consulting and designing, um, and then just focus on the gardens and seeds things with them. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, well, for me, I do um, I do freelance graphic design. Um, I do some photography sometimes and also have like a nine to five doing like um, graphic design for like auto accessories, like manufacturer and um, yeah. And we're working on gardens and seeds, you know, with these guys. Um, You're a new father too, right? Yeah. Yeah. To Emma. She's uh, four months. Four and months. My beautiful man. wife, Christy. Cool. Yeah. It's awesome, man. It's like it's having fresh, a daughter. man. Four months. Oh, my yeah. girls are four years and it's like, it's, been four months since wow. they were born. They keep saying that. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, real, real, real talk, man. Way um, too fast. Way. Yep. <laughs> That's for sure. How, how does it feel right now? Man, it feels like I, I always tell people like it's it's kind of weird to say, but 
I've never been as tired as I am right now in my whole life. But at the same time, <laughs> I have never felt this energized to feel like I could do anything. That's you know, crazy. because it's like I get energy from her. Yeah. Like I'm tired of shit, like coming home. Mm-hmm. But then when, when yeah. I open the door, you're just like, yeah. man, like I can run a marathon, you know, Instant. because I don't know, That's she just sure. gives me that energy. Yeah. So it's it's this weird thing where you're so tired, but you can do whatever, you can do anything. You know, once you have a kid, it's like being a dad, being a parent, you just feel like it's a part of it is the responsibility, but it just, most of it just comes from like just the love you have for your family, you know, like now it's not just me and my wife. It's not a couple. It's like we have a unit. Right. Yeah. That unit. uh, Yeah. Yeah, My daughter's name is Emma. Uh And uh, we just like really like the name, like, you know, beautiful name that we thought would fit her, but we looked it up and actually means whole. Like complete oh, like that's Emma. Cool. so we're just like yeah like she completed wow. our family yeah, and yeah, she yeah. Made our, so. that's crazy so let me ask you this do you feel like uh I, I know i did this is why i'm asking you um and and sometimes i feel like it's different for me uh for those of you listening at home i have two four-year-old daughters they're twins so i feel like it's a little different different because i had two at once you know mm-hmm. so there's a lot of things that i'm like yo don't you feel this way or that way and then people are like no not really i'm like well i guess it's different because i had two but do you feel sometimes like you're isolated or you've isolated yourself because you're like, yo, I'm just doing this family thing right now that, you know, like I'm, I'm dad and I'm worried about my daughter and that's it. You're just like shit. Like for me, I felt like time was flying by on mm-hmm. the outside in that, in that first few yeah. months, you know well, what I'm saying? Yeah, it is like, uh, I was just talking to family. Um, uh, some, some of, uh, some family from her side came down from, the bay last night and we were talking and they're just saying, you know, like, how is, you know, how is uh, baby Emma? And she's like, yeah, she's good. Like the first couple of weeks was like really rough, you know, not sleeping, but um, now she is, but they were saying like the first couple of weeks was a blur, huh? Like, yeah, it just like moves so fast. Right. That's crazy, man. But oh. yeah, like going back to like the whole um, being isolated, I feel like it's something like I'm aware that it's, to stay connected with people you know because yeah. you know 90 percent of your your schedule just logistics wise is like taking care of the baby taking care of the family but i i know that like i surround um myself with people that's going to understand that they're like okay he has he's in the newborn phase you know yeah, man, i'm for sure real, like, like, i'm not going to be able to even barely grab yeah. coffee with him and they get it you know? yeah no nah, i tell lucky. people yeah. like especially all my all my boys that are like on their first kid and just had it like i'm like look just to get it out of the way know that you're gonna give up about a year yeah you yeah. gotta you're gonna basically be away from everybody you know for because that yeah. first year is so much work, but moves so fast mm-hmm. that you need to devote that to your family. And then they have to understand. Like I, I have another friend that he actually had his second child like exactly a year after the first one, pretty much. And so then I'm like, all right, well, you got to give up two years, two years, right? And so everyone's always like, yo, where's he at? And I'm like, he's being a dad, you know? And they're like, and the the ones that don't have kids right like oh man that changes it huh and i'm like well no nah, you you need to commit that first year for sure you know after that first year you can take your kid wherever you want you can do your own thing um you know you could be like even to your wife hey i'll, I'll be back i'm gonna go hang out my have some coffee for an hour or two or whatever you know what i mean and that's and that's the thing with like with my wife is we try to 
try to set that time aside. Like sometimes she's like, oh, I'm just going to hang out with the girls or I'm going to hang out. Or I tell her I'm going to hang out with these guys and grab yeah, coffee, right? Even just alone time, she's like, yeah, I just, can you take Emma somewhere? Like, I'm just going to chill. Yeah. I get it. I yeah, get yeah. it. And it's good to have that for you too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. To have for that sure. time with Emma. <clears throat> yeah. Especially because, you know, mom's already got that connection, you know? Mm-hmm. So you got to get that connection with dad. Yeah. How about you, that's Marco? What I, that's yeah. what I was going to say. It's like, you know, the way we are, like, shout outs to our partners. Oh, yeah, I mean? for sure. Man. <laughs> yeah. My wife is, is my, my, like, I tell people I'm a part-time parent, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I say that because my wife does so much. It's not because I don't, I'm not, I'm not dedicated to being a dad, you know? It's like, yeah. I love everything uh, for my, you know, I love my girls. I love doing everything, but I got so much other stuff that I'm into that it seems like she's doing a lot of the load herself you know what i'm saying and um it, it gets like that but again shout out to our wives because they they definitely take care of us yeah they do things that just we can never do you know? yeah and always sometimes i don't know how they do it but they just do right but yeah. that's the balance right like oh yeah it, yin is. And yang. it is you and you definitely have to understand that point when they're uh They've had their limit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, They're right. like, you know, you got to let them get a little bit of themselves, too, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You know, go have your time or do what it is that you want to do to get away or to relax or find yourself, you know? Right. My my wife, I think her struggle is that everything is family to her, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So she's like, I don't want alone. don't want to be doing everything time. on my own, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like me, I'll be like, yo, I'm going to go with boys um i'll come you know like for this long or whatever it may be and i myself you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but instead she would rather us go do something together you know i remember saying uh, uh i think it was over here at your house once you had like the christmas party and you were talking about you were trying to give her some time to herself and you're like here just take my card and just like treat yourself yeah, yeah, you know yeah. and she came back a couple hours later she's like i bought the kids clothes yeah yeah because <laughs> you know? it's all yeah. about her mind yeah, yeah. it's not it's you'll just go buy something yeah. you know what i mean but every time she's that i have mode, she right? literally comes back you know like i'm like yo i, I literally said just go buy yourself yeah. then yeah and you came back with nothing and it might just be her that's indecisive you know like <laughs> women like, yeah yeah she's like i can't find <laughs> what i want but you know that's how it is our number Marco, I wanted to um, yeah, touch on the fact sorry. that you're, uh, how, how old is Aria now? Aria is eight, eight months. months. Yeah. Eight months. Yeah. Eight months already? Yeah. Well, you just said four months and that felt crazy because I thought it was like two <laughs> <Yeah>. months. <laughs> eight months? Yeah. Second eight second months. child though. Second child. My firstborn is turning six. So how did it feel with the Sunday. second versus the first? Well, I was, you know, I keep explaining to people, they ask me that, that when we had Arya, Mason was already three or four Uh around there, and he's already independent, you know, graduated from potty training, like, we're homies now, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Fist bumps, we have our own high fives, and then all of a sudden, I got to start over. And Square I woke one. up one day and just like, I have a baby again. How do you do it? Like, I'm changing diapers again. <laughs> and, but it's it's cool because now it's like Mason can help me. I can tell him. That's like, true. as simple as, like, please turn the TV off. 
<laughs> like that's yeah. yeah no, I have it to goes get off a long way. But I have him. I'm pretty proud of this. I have him because my wife works nights, and I have him. Pretty much, he got the whole closing up shop down. Oh really? You know, yeah. Because nice. you know my dog also got attacked by a coyote a few weeks ago, or a few months ago, and we have to close everything a certain way, you know. And I said, "All right, guy, time to close up shop." And he just turns everything off. Closes the door. right door and he gets back to bed. <laughs> and it's funny because he's starting to be afraid of the dark. I don't know why. <laughs> so you see him, you hear him turning the lights out and <laughs> running. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. every kid does. <laughs> yeah. It's cool, you know? But again, it goes back to like, I was saying, shout out to like our partners, like having to deal with our shit. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you guys have always known Jack patient with me though even before we had oh. kids, I've, always, I've always been a handful for sure you know and she always says that she's like who the fuck else do you think would deal with your ass and i'm like nobody i already know that like i'm not you know yeah knock on wood pray to god whatever you say like you know if heaven forbid anything would happen between me and jackie i've always told her i would i would not look for someone to replace you you know what i'm saying uh it, it, i know for sure that anything that would go wrong with us is my bad more than likely you know what i'm saying and, and i'm and you know, I'm a hard person to deal with. And I think even those people that are close to me as friends know that shit too. It's different. But I think I think for her, the difference is that she knows how much I care. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's most people around me. Like, it's like, you know what, you got to deal. And John can definitely probably tell you about this. But it's like, you got to deal with some of his bullshit. But at least I know that he really cared. Mm-hmm. And, and I count on him. So yeah. I think that's that's definitely the. The, the yeah. bonus, you know, and just yeah. like just like this, like we had to stay away with the babies for you're saying what two three hours, and they're like, okay, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I got podcast for you know we're finally doing it. Yeah, and I definitely, like, oh, okay. I definitely got to cool. give uh, a little bit of flack though for these dogs that she didn't take along with. Her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she <laughs> leave? <laughs> yeah, yeah, she left. Yeah, that's why you're hearing the dogs because otherwise she'd be. But you know what? Like going back to me saying that should be the aesthetic of. This whole podcast just yeah. set up shop, man. Yeah, not yeah. to be no. set up on a stage or anything. Yeah. That's what makes no, it real, no. man. I think it's so fresh, man. The feeling the... here is like on point. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, and that's the vibe I want. Like yeah. I told you guys before, I, I want that. Uh, you know, back, uh, and I, I've said it to you before. I want that barbershop feel. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, I talk, I talk about therapy a lot, and I think mm. it's because I've been to real therapy. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like we talk about the. Oh, you know those little rooms where you sit in a chair and you talk to someone that's just writing on a notepad. I've been through that shit like mm-hmm. since I was a kid, you know. So I do talk about therapy a lot because I think that there's ways to get through life, and mm-hmm. one of them is a barbershop. I went, you know, I shave my head now because I started losing my hair. To the club, I know, right? It's a good club to be a part of. Yeah, I'm, I'm for any of those, for any of you that are thinning in the hair, just shave your head, man. It's great. It's fucking <laughs> absolutely. People even treat you differently, man. It's like you're a part of an elite club. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I went to the same barber for, oh, shit, 2019. January 2019 was my last haircut with him. Oh, and uh, I'm 34, and I started going there when I was 15. 15? Yeah, man. Yeah. 20 years. I was going to him. I mean, this dude's seen me through all kinds of stuff. You know what I mean? And it's crazy because we talk about conversations. So, you know, damn well, I'm sitting in that barber chair having good talks with my barber, you know? Yeah. Shout out to Oscar's Barbershop, too, by the way, in Mid-City, L.A. Because, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know what? That 
I, I didn't I didn't grow up with a dad in my life, my whole life. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, as a child, my dad was around, probably did worse than good. But that man has heard a lot of things and give advice. And even with him, there's certain things I didn't agree on his opinion. And, and I voiced it to him. You know what I'm saying? But it's definitely therapeutic. You know, you, you meet people at the barbershop. The, the, if I went every Thursday for 19 years to get my hair cut and there's another guy that went every Thursday, shit, I feel like I know that dude too yeah. now, right? So every week, like, yo, what's up, man? And then all of a sudden it becomes this whole barbershop talking, the entire barbershop, everybody's shooting the shit, everybody knows things about each other that you're like, how do you even fucking know that, you know? <laughs> and so that was my whole thing with this. It's like, nothing's quiet in a barbershop, nothing's perfect in a barbershop, but it's good conversation, you know? It's rough conversation. Yeah, yeah. so so the, the um, that's definitely what the vibe I want with this podcast. Man. And I hope that it's different with you guys. Of course you see it because we're on that same level. But I really do hope that with future guests, they, they get that vibe. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. even if it's somebody that I don't know, I might not know a guest and just be like, yo, be on the podcast. I'm interested to hear more about you, mm. you know? And so my thing is conversation's good for the soul, man. Um, sure. yeah. a, lo- a lot of shit that's, I yeah. feel like going on in the world today uh, could be avoided by conversation. Yeah. And as cliches that may, right? yeah, as cliches it may sound, I mean, we talk about, how you can be the difference right right and my thing is it's like you you can only slowly make a difference but if you spread some some good love word and just try to talk to people meet them um you never know like you know i've always told somebody crazy dudes that go shoot someplace up or 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 people who commit suicide what if you were the conversation that changed that changed their mind? Right. What if you were the conversation that made them not do that thing? Yeah. You know? Right. You know. Yeah. You can be right. <clears throat> I yeah. was, you know, I watched a documentary, I believe, about the first mass shooting. That's why they call it they go postal uh-huh. because the first one happened back in the eighties, seventies, or something. Some guy went in the post office and shot up his cord, oh, and shit. one of the one of the ladies that survived, I don't know, I, yeah, one of the I ladies that survived said, I say hi to him or her every day. Because and at the workplace, he at, would get bullied. He would get bullied. Out, and homeboy sprayed, except for this person. That's why, because he knew damn well she was the she one that just, always says hi. Like, genuinely said hi, hi. That's it, right? Every morning. They never yeah. talked, but it was like a, yeah, imagine that. Genuine right? human. Yeah. Just yeah. like, hey, like I acknowledge yeah. you, I see you. Like, Crazy. Probably the only person in that person's and life that exactly. took the time to just be like, hey, how are you? Right. Yeah. Hey, you're opening. That's all it takes. Opening the perspective right there, like that. No, man, yeah. for real. Like that's that's, that's my goal. You know, like, um, I guess because it's you guys. Obviously, I'll go a little deeper. You know, but my thing's always been like, you know, how they talk about what you leave behind. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not rich, right? I'm not gonna leave all kinds of money behind. Buddy. But my thing is, if you can leave something with someone, with people, you should. So hopefully one day with conversation, people will remember something I said to them, or a conversation that we had. Like, yo, I always remember that because of this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you never know what you're leaving behind. You never know who you're talking to, you know? And I'm not trying to make, make it all too deep. You know, I definitely don't want to lose anybody on that sense, but mm-hmm. it's, it's true. I think the things that I've seen in life and the and the people that I've met, situations that I've found myself in just kind of have me looking at it that way, mm-hmm. you know, definitely. 
and uh, you just like the whole. I I pretty much just looked at this group. I mean, my my two brothers right here, and you, and a few other guys, you know, in my life that if these guys could tell me that I have something stuck in between my teeth mm-hmm. and I don't feel offended, like I'm just more like appreciative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, you got something on your teeth. Yeah, you know? Yeah. And it's like, instead of being embarrassed, like, oh shit, I'm thanks, lucky. man. Good luck. Yeah. You know, it's like true friendship like, right many, there, bro. Your coworker and be like, yeah. you got something on your yeah. teeth. No. Yeah. That's I mean, look at these fools like, oh, this go all day. day. Crazy <laughs> that you brought that up. He's gonna walk out there with that, but somebody that they care about or somebody yeah, that no, about them, that's we'll tell so, them. Um, and we're like, oh well, it's as simple as that. Yeah. You could tell them they have like something in their teeth, and you guys are like, rough yeah, for all the all time I'm getting into. It's funny that you brought this. I had that thought the other day, and I was like, I want to be, I want, I want friends, good enough friends, that where they tell me I got some stuck in my teeth, I'm like, yep. good looking out, and that's yeah. it. There's no awkwardness. There's yeah, no, yeah, nothing. It's just like good looking out, and then you keep moving. You know, yeah. and it, and it's true. Dude. There's people, that, especially in today's day and age, everybody's friends, right? Yeah, everyone's friends. Everybody, yeah, quote mark, air quotes. Yeah, and it's like, bro, that's not friends. Uh, I have a, I have a nephew that's uh, gonna be a sophomore in high school, and so I'm trying to talk to him, and he's somebody um, like myself. You know, I, I had to explain on the last podcast that I moved around a lot when I was a kid. He's probably on his third high school, and he's about to be a sophomore. Oh, damn. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of moving happened in the last year, and I think he went to, like, two junior highs. Like, my sister's just moved around a lot. Um, they're they're part of a church, so it's, it's church-related stuff while they move, you know? And so I think that he's, in some sense, he's struggling a little bit, you know? Like, whether it be friends, whether it be people he's left behind, people he's trying to meet. And I, and I kind of just was trying to explain to him, like, you meet people all the time and you have people that say they're your friends, like understand the difference. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Don't be so concerned about those people you left behind unless they were true friends. And if they are true friends, keep in touch. Mm-hmm. You're in a day and age where you can FaceTime. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You can do whatever you need. You can, you could make a song together and not even, you could have podcast together and not even be in the same room as each other yeah, right yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah so my point was like hold on to the friends that you really think are your true friends the ones that aren't don't worry about it as you're going in meeting people yeah. make sure you're making true friends don't just make people that and, think you're cool. and and then don't look at it as like forget about those other guys you know mm-hmm. what i mean like it's just like i appreciate the time that you know like that you have they will them. call or whatever i see them again it's like oh hey yeah, we're it's so always cool. Love. It's always love. It's yeah. just you grow, you grow. We, we actually you just... talked about that the other day too. Yeah. So this is something you missed out on that I think is is a good one to look at. Yeah. I was telling these guys that sometimes I feel like I have a lot of people that I know. Right, I know a lot of people, and it's because one reasons because I moved around. One reasons because I've you know been a lot of different places. It could be the car stuff, whatever it may be. I know a lot of people, but. I only consider a certain amount of those people true friends. And of those true friends, the ones that aren't, I don't automatically have to write them off. You know, like I tell them that there's, there, you don't have to write these people off just because they're not your close friends. It doesn't mean that you don't like them. You know, you still got love for them. You just know where they're at. You know where your friendship lies. 
So I think that some people get in this in this mode where they're like, if you ain't helping me, if you're not my true friend, well, fuck you then. But it's like, no, nah, man, that's that's not the way to be. You know what I mean? Like, if they're not your everyday friend, let's sit down, have dinner. That's cool. You can still be cool with each other. You know what I mean? You can still even get along when you do each other, have a good time, whatever it may be. But just understand the difference yeah. you know you're still, they're still like a real friend they don't have to be close friends right yeah like, yeah yeah and i think that i mean it's unconditional i think for like yeah, yeah. there's no strings attached or anything like that yeah yeah you definitely like um outgrow like not outgrow but you grow apart different yeah. perspectives yeah, you, just and apart. I just, you know it's all the memories too you gotta yeah. love that but Never hold anything against somebody just because, oh, they so-called change or I change. No, it's never about that, man. What do you got to touch on, John, on this whole friend situation? Man, you know, how many friends have I, have I seen come and go, you know, throughout the life, you know, our lives? It's tough because it doesn't matter if you're like, you know, living next door, living within two hours or living within 20 hours of, of anyone, you just vibe with people. A lot of times you'll vibe with someone, whether you guys see each other in person, whether you don't, but at the same time, people start also start to grow apart and you can't really blame them or can you really hold it against them? If someone, Mm -hmm. if you just grow apart, interests change, you know, like I may not be into cars as much as I used to be, maybe because my kids are playing basketball and that's what I want to do now is support their basketball world. I mean, they don't play basketball. My kids can't play basketball for anything. But, <laughs> yeah. um, one definitely. One, one's going to try. One definitely is not going to even, can't even like, catch a ball. <laughs> yeah. So it's, you know, but you know what I mean? Like, and so like that happens a lot and a lot of people yeah. kind of take it personal when that happens. But I think it's something that we have to understand that we're still, we're going to grow somewhere. And, you know, of course, the one thing you have to kind of cultivate when, you know, cultivating your garden, obviously, are the ones that's going to create your your mental well, you know, mental health. And that's usually like your kids, you know, your partner, your wife. Um, And, you know, a lot of times people forget, I'm just going to work on this and and whatnot. It's tough to say because I I see it. I see it a lot, especially in the industries that I I spent a lot of time in. I, I spent my life has been around. Apple and cars. That's like the two things that and that have always been there. And then my hobby, surprisingly, was gaming outside of those two things. Mm. So I've seen everything. Like I've, I've played video games with these guys, I think, for 15 years. And I still can jump on and hop on something with them. And, you know, and same thing with my Apple guys. I don't work at Apple any longer. But I'll get with my Apple guys, I think, once a week, once every two weeks. And we'll act like as if we're still working in the same office, you know. We're still that's, throwing pencils at each other. That's dope. Yeah, it, it's 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 different. Yeah, I mean, always, I, I, go ahead. Sorry. Oh yeah, it's it's always like those kind of people that like you can not talk to them for a year, and then when you like link back with them, like just to grab coffee or something, it's like you just pick up where you left off. Yeah, know? that's where you can really tell if you have like that friendship with someone rather than someone that. Like friendships or like relationships, it's it's never about how long you've known someone. You yeah, know, yeah. I've learned that like, you know, getting older now that it's not like oh I've known you for twenty years, yeah. so you have to be like my best friend. 
Yeah. It's, it's not about 20 years. It's like I can know someone for like six months and be like, man, me and this person like really yeah. vibe. Like, yeah, you connect. Yeah, yeah. You know, or like there's people that I haven't talked to in 10, like not 10 years, but like a few years, but I'll link up with them and then we'll talk like we were just in like class together yeah, like, yeah. yesterday. Those you know? are the past, man. And yeah. It's just, you just got to remember those kind of, those kind of people and those relationships and those conversations you can have with them. You just cherish what you can get you know, they might live, you know, on the other side of the country. So, mm-hmm. yeah. and yeah, like with this podcast, it's, it's cool. Cause you can talk to anybody anywhere now, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. that's the plan. So that's, man. That's definitely it's, plan. it's using technology uh-huh. nowadays, like for that it's to like, cause they say like technology is so advanced now that you're able to really connect with people on a different level, but people have, have haven't been, um, this far apart from each other in a way like they're yeah. so like you could be sitting in front of someone at dinner and you're just looking at your phones so you're so disconnected yeah. but you're mm-hmm. within you know a couple feet apart yeah. Yeah. so you might as well use this technology to like to, to connect rather than disconnect right mm-hmm. and that's yeah. the whole purpose I mean, of this there's also the other part where you could be miles away and you can just facetime and it feels that's like what i'm just, saying it's like now yeah. you have to use you have to take what advantage of this it? technology yeah, we're, yeah. we're so close, but we could be so far. Yeah, right. Right. And it goes both or, ways. Or vice versa. Yeah. We're mm-hmm. so far, but we could be so close. Right. Yeah. It's all in your approach. Right. It's all in your, yeah. It's yeah. and it, it's it, it's a responsibility that we have. And it's you know, as as someone who, who spent a lot of the time, you know, in that you know, I I worked for Apple before the iPhone was there. I worked there before I think when the iPods were first, you know, coming out with the wheel that moved. And wow. <laughs> it's um you know like it was a whole different mindset like you know back then we just wanted our music we just wanted to create and that's what we were all about and then when the iphone came out it like changed how close the world became you know this was before social media before instagram and the only thing that we had were we had like chat rooms and forums you know that was kind of kind of kept our world together but not in the same speed that we have now and i think it's our responsibility to 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 hold that up and to make sure like it doesn't like consume us or consume those important to us because mm-hmm. it can. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's definitely important. I remember sitting in like hours just to be on like the forums, you know. Yeah, and I tell people all the time it's funny, right? Because Jack, you're always on like Instagram looking at cars and shit like that, right? And I'm like, did you forget that I'm also the same guy that used to be on the forums at four o'clock in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because I've been trying to tell myself like, oh, I want to disconnect. You know? I kind of want to get off ice and shit like that. And uh, and here I am now finding another reason to be on the social media. You know, <laughs> yeah. but it's a little bit different. Like I'm like, look, for Thursday night, I'm gonna be podcasting. You know what I'm saying? Versus yeah. like, oh, I'm just gonna be sitting here looking at my phone. You know? Yeah. It, it has that. I think that's the opposite. Versus. Spending more time on social media, I kind of wanted to change. Instead what of time. just consuming, you yeah, want to yeah, like, yeah. you want to contribute to it. You right. Know, you want to get yeah. something out. Right. Exactly. It, that so, was always, uh, that's a th- well, before we. Jump, I want to have. I have a question for the Garden Seas guys before. Go ahead. It's kind of like a segue, but you know, we always talk about being the ones who consume or create the con. You know, the product. Right. Are you the consumer? Or are you the creator? And. You know, like we. What was there's an old street saying we used to say. You know, you don't get high off your own supply. And I think a lot of the creators right now, whether it's a YouTube creator or even on Instagram or any social media, they, they get so high on the, on the content that they're creating 
mm-hmm. that they forget about the content they originally began with. Mm-hmm. And it becomes like that vanity chase where I'm just trying to get these vanity numbers. And that's why Instagram yeah. has kind of gone away from showing likes in um, different Did countries. they start that already? Uh, oh, okay. in yeah, Australia. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I have my own personal feelings about that. That's another topic. But um, I, I wanted to ask you guys really quickly, and I hate to like jump off, but it, it was kind of a social media thing because I saw it on, on your specific social media. You guys have a color palette. And then David had brought it up to me when we, when I was talking to him earlier. How did you guys come up with those three colors? Man, which one? Which one? Are you okay, to like, it? yeah, you, you want to start on that? Aaron? Okay, so the color palette is like a beige, right? Yeah. Um, it's beige, and then the other one is like this turquoise kind of blue. Mm-hmm. Um, that blue kind of that blue pays homage to lavish. That's the color that Marco was explaining about for. Nice. Um, but going back to the beige, it's basically like a black canvas, like an off-white, you know? And um, I was like, yo, we should combine these colors together. I just saw it in my head, and then we put it together on Illustrator, and I was like, wow. And then looking at it, beige is the blank canvas, blue is like water, and it's paying homage to lavish. And then the green is like plants. You know like what will flourish from everything that we're working on what this is all about i mean right so it's like the holy trinity man and um i mean you guys want to add on yeah to, I mean, that, uh... to me it's just the symbol of like i don't know just just me solely personally like it comes in threes like my brother eric and i oh wow. three of the colors at any each one can be either at any time like yeah man and we always glue to that colors yeah like we keep it tight as that flag or yeah and and it is a flag it's a flag flag. yeah like we it's not a logo not a logo because we walk around as three of us we walk around and that's us we represent each other we rep that flag and and whoever supports us yeah, owns that's, that flag. Like, you know, you put flag. that on you. That's us being on your back and vice versa. You or just the perspective. Us, like, yeah, thank you. And you, you have the perspective. Same. Yeah, and we're all part of the same garden. You know, but everyone's garden is different, right? Yeah. Like, everyone sees gardens and seeds, or is welcome to see gardens and seeds differently. You yeah. know, some people could be, oh, it's a creative outlet, or it could be a, like a fashion brand, or it could be. Like it's just like um, it could be just like a blog to them, or yeah. you know, about family, about related inspiration. You know, life, man. Or yeah. inspiration. The thing about having a collective problem is yeah. that you know you get all of your mindset, in, and that's the cool thing. Like yeah, you, you said it in one way, he said it in another that you didn't even realize that, yeah. that you didn't even think about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's the beauty of it. That's, that's how. Tight. That's when you can mesh together like that. That's when you can produce a good product. And the reason why I brought up, I mean, other than, you know, just trying to catch up and back that, you know, I love talking about family, but the reason why I brought that up earlier is because that is your garden right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. that, and I think that when that brand started, I know you were already thinking about having a kid. And mm-hmm. I think that Kyle was already pregnant too, right? Yeah. So then for me, it was like, damn, you know, coming from someone who's a dad that really, really cares about the whole family thing. I was like, this, this is perfect. Gardens and seeds mm-hmm. is perfect. You yeah. know, it's relatable. It means something. 
there's know, purpose yeah, yeah there's purpose and that's always my thing like let's yeah. let's have purpose you know and yeah. you guys are definitely those again reason why you're on episode one is you guys do everything with a purpose you know what i'm saying yeah i i tell people don't do things on accident you know or follow yeah. everyone else yeah you know I hate that. do 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 shit on purpose yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah even yeah. if you do it wrong with the purpose yeah yeah even if you do it wrong you know yeah. it's like it's okay to say my bad but you were the one that still did that you know yeah, yeah. hopefully you meant to do it and it didn't go the way you thought it was gonna go cool right you know what i'm saying but 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 take responsibility for your action do it on purpose you know right so that's yeah. that's kind of always been my thing man i, I want to add on to that man. just thinking about it you know visually like the flag that we're just describing man um the main thing to me about it too is collaborating yeah. And collaborating is important, man. Absolutely. Conversation is collaborating. Yeah. You know, Different. this podcast Changes. is yes. Garden's Seed. Yeah. Having a conversation. We have to collaborate and converse with each other, man, to um to have an effect on the world, you yeah. know? Yeah. It starts Absolutely. with us, man. And it doesn't have to like you don't have to hit affect a million people at once, but it just takes one person at a time. And for yeah. us to even how this manifested was that conversation. Right uh, at the coffee shop. That was a collaboration. We were collaborating yeah. on perspectives, and that's what we represent, man. And that's what Gardens and Seeds is. At least for me, <clears throat> my whole thing is it's a platform. Um, it's to represent um, a positive perspective, and just to collaborate with each other, man. Be open to yeah. it, and it's cool. Like we don't all have to agree no. on the same thing, and that's the beauty of it, man. Like sometimes we like we'll have these conversations where we don't agree on certain designs and stuff but i'll we'll voice it out to each other yeah but the thing is with that is um when we critique each other or have something to say we always think of a solution mm -hmm. you know what i mean absolutely that's good and that's what it is this is a solution this yeah. whole podcast thing is a solution yeah. that, that, that coffee that coffee shop visit was very necessary and yeah. i knew that yeah. I knew that going in that's why when marco was like you know we get together and we have these coffee shop visits where we kind of just go over things for gardens and seeds, for life, whatever it is, you mm -hmm. know? And I was like, yo, count me in on that next one. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And then, and then I remember I hit you up, right? I was like, hey, what's up? What's up with the <laughs> whole, like, cop? Because I needed it. I knew that, you know? I was mm -hmm. like, look, sit down with you guys. Because one, I need to get my mindset in the right place. And then two, I need a little bit of motivation. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it, it was definitely uh, something that was necessary. I, I get, I get antsy if I don't have a coffee shop near me, man. Like I, <laughs> we got plenty. Like, yeah, you guys got a lot. I mean, we have a lot yeah. where I live, but I I have an office. I'm in my office now that I've built, and I've built you know everything technology as as techno technologically as advanced as I can possibly make it inside this office. But in the <laughs> end, I feel like my the the work that I need to do and the the best work I do is when I sit at a coffee shop, regardless yeah. of what coffee shop it is, whether it's a home homegrown mom and pop or you know even a Starbucks, yeah. it. A coffee shop for some odd reason just creates this energy that it, i just yeah, it's that vibe right like it forces you to slow down that's i think that's the big part of it right i used to make fun yeah, of that i used, yeah i used to when i used to, you know, i grew up in i grew up in southern california right and i'm i'm old school old school kind of guy and when i moved to the bay like coffee shops was everything for everyone i'd go in there and every single seat was taken everyone had their computer out and i wasn't working at apple yet and i was just like man what's what the hell is going on out here yeah. And um, I didn't understand, but when I started working for Apple, I still didn't get it at first until we started going to our cafes. And I was just like, yo, this is, I, I get more work done here. And now 
when I left Apple, I only work, I feel like I work better at a shop and I haven't had that chance because my kids are home for summer. And so I stay home with them. But like in the morning, I'm used to getting up, taking them to school. Then I would run to a coffee shop and work for a couple hours. And I'm just like antsy. I'm like, go back to school so I can go back to my usual routine of a coffee shop. It's an experience for sure. It definitely sets like a tone, like some sort of vibe to it, you know? Um, me personally, I don't like need to drink coffee, but it's like a routine that I have set where it's like, it, it gets me in that mode where um, I don't look at social media. Uh, recently, remember uh, Briar, that the guy that we're doing, um, he owns a coffee shop that we're doing a yeah, pop-up at. Yeah, this is the perfect time to yeah, talk dude. about the pop-up. He put it in perspective, man. The, <laughs> yeah. the coffee shop is called Wolf's Brew and it's a coffee shop slash gallery. But anyhow, we got in conversation about coffee and how, well, conversation. Yeah. We're talking about how important conversation is. And he was saying, man, like, that's the thing. Like, people need to sit down on the table and just relax for a bit and um, soak everything in, you know, rather than order. So he said, if you go out to Europe and you order coffee, you can't order it to go. You have to sit there yeah, and experience they have that. Coffee shops in mm-hmm. Europe, he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, and it's going back to. There's I think no you kind of mentioned it. Marco says like, it it, it kind of like puts you in perspective. It kind of like brings you in the now, in the moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where you yeah. just, all right, I'm gonna drink this coffee and enjoy yeah. where I'm at. Yeah. And know everything, yeah. everything. And I remember him saying, "Shout out to Briar. We're gonna have that pop up at his coffee shop." You know, and he let us do it on his gallery. But he, going back to the conversation, he was saying that... They don't even let you. They, he was saying, like, they don't let you, They look at you like you're crazy if you say, let me get it to the Oh, up. thank you. He said that the American culture has gotten used to using coffee as a fuel mm. instead of a conversation piece. An experience. Because yes. he grew up watching weekends with his dad, grandpa, would sit and have a... Because I ordered a, what's the? Portadito? Yes, I ordered a uh, fucking. Oh, yeah, yeah, No, I ordered the bread too, sweet bread. Oh, like a, like a pan dulce? Yes. Okay. So I ordered one. He was like, yeah, I remember as a young kid with grandpa and my dad would just have a conversation with coffee. Mm-hmm. In today's, you know, culture, it's like an American used yeah, like we use coffee as a fuel, and it's was never supposed to be a fuel. Yeah. Like Co- okay. Coffee for me, and and John can probably uh, vouch for this one. Coffee for me, yeah, I drink coffee every day, but it, it's a little bit of a um, uh, comfort thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why is, as a as a kid, my mom's always been a coffee drinker. You know what I'm saying? And we're talking about black cuban you know what i'm saying strong coffee and she's always been a, a coffee drinker and and i and i shout out to my mom because i always say it's her fault that i'm not taller than i am because i'm like yo <laughs> coffee everybody i know that right yeah, i'm a yeah. grown man i'm done growing i haven't grown since my freshman year i think and i was like my dad is still about four or five inches taller than me so i definitely should have been taller you know and my mom gave me coffee since i was young and I think it was just like a here you can try it type of thing, yeah, but yeah. then it turned into like a, you know, it, it's it's small little tiny teacups. You know what yeah, I'm yeah. saying? You take a shot, and John knows like when we go to Miami, like I'll, it's every chance I get, yo, let me get a cortadito because I just want that little bit of strong ass coffee. But it's a comfort thing. Can I cut you? I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Yeah, good. You know, it's funny that 
Filipinos used to say that too. Like I remember my mom, you can't have coffee because you'll never grow up. Or you'll yeah, never yeah. get taller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll yeah, never yeah. get taller. Do you know that that's a myth? Is it a myth? Only, yes, it's a myth. Only because they don't want you to have caffeine. Because they don't want that a world, How's that a worldwide myth? Uh, right? There it is. <laughs> I was like, man, we need to get like a myth <laughs> right? bust on no, this one. Bro. We just yeah, opened dude. the perspective. Like, <laughs> I was gonna say that, but you were. I was waiting for you to finish. I was gonna be like, yo, you know that's not true, right? You know, because why so, would you give your kid pot caffeine? Man? Whether cool. it's true or not, we, we should not have that much caffeine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But my point is, it's a comfort thing, and, and you know what's oh, funny? Yeah. I drink iced coffee every day, right? Mm-hmm. If we're gonna sit down and have a conversation, then I'll have warm coffee. Yeah. That day we went to the coffee. Oh, shop. I noticed you had the small. What was yeah. that? There's, it was just a shot of espresso. I'm like, okay, get yeah. two shots of espresso. You know what I mean? Because I, that's what I'm doing. I just want to slowly take in that cup mm-hmm. of coffee. Because you mm-hmm. can't chug hot coffee, right? No, nah, so I can't, man. To, to, to chug, but I already knew what that whole point of that that mm-hmm. coffee visit was for. You nice. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was like, look, let me get the right coffee. Put me in the right mindset. You know what I mean? And it's, it's definitely good. We, we got a buddy uh, named Salem. He's Cuban. So he obviously loves coffee, but he's a little, like, a little much on it. This dude's like a scientist. He's got these fucking, <laughs> it looks like a damn. Uh, uh, Bunsen burners. Yeah. yeah Bunsen burners. Yeah. yeah, yeah Bunsen burners. Yeah. And <laughs> yes. Yes. That's what we're doing. Yeah. And I feel bad. Cause you know what? Salem is a, a, like a little over the top on stuff. I don't even think he realizes it. Shout out to Salem. But he brought the whole fucking science project to a car meet one time just so yes. he could make me a fucking cup of coffee. Yes. That's high. That's a real one right Yeah. There. It was fucking 105 degrees outside. I was like, no, son, I ain't drinking this hot-ass coffee, bro. I not accept that. You know? But nah, timing and everything just made it not work. But nah, for real, like, we used to go drive out to the valley to just have coffee at this spot because it's so true, tight. man. Oh. Like. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that should become my new thing. That I just go to different coffee shops and sit down. Yo, yeah. I mean? Because it's true. If you're going to sit down, if you like coffee and you're going to sit down and have some real conversation over a cup of coffee, you don't get better than that. To this day, my mom comes and visits, you know, and she asked me, do you want me to make you some coffee? Because she already knows. She makes the hot coffee. We sit down talk. Yeah, you know and, and, and that's where I'm at in life. You know, like, I, man, I put my mom through so much shit and you know, I, I realize more and more every day that my mom had a lot on her plate, saying, especially being a single mother. And uh, all the shit that I put her through, I feel like I owe it to her to, to sit down and have conversation with her. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Um, it, it's a big deal because I'm at that age now where, like, my mom tells me that she's older than her mother when she passed away. Every day is a real day, you know what I'm saying? So you really got to soak that in. So for me, it's like if I can sit down and have, you know, my mom is in Atlanta. I don't get to see her every day. Oh, yeah. So if my yeah. mom comes to visit and we're going to, we could sit down and have some coffee. That coffee has now become the best cup of coffee I could ever have. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and you got to take the time to do that. Like I said, we used to drive to the valley just to have a cup of coffee. It doesn't matter how good that coffee is. It's mm-hmm. the moment that you're in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And, and it's, again, the shop, you know, whether it's the barber shop, the coffee shop, as long as you're in that shop talk, it, it, it you're in the right spot, you know? Yeah, it puts you in that right Conversing, space. Conversing, man. Yeah. yeah. That's what, like, the main point for me for this is so important is conversation. I would say to people all the time, it's like, you got to converse. 
yeah. you gotta have conversations with people you know Absolutely. And you can and that's what the memory is is the memory is you think about like conversations you think yeah. about people yeah. that aren't here anymore you think about the conversation see how yeah. important that is man yeah, yeah, yeah. it's more yeah. than anything it's, you're you know, always gonna miss the deep never talk to i mean you might for the reason but yeah that deep conversation yeah and 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 i'll be honest with you like when you have somebody that you have conversation like that and you them Mm -hmm. you still feel like you could have conversation Mm -hmm. you know you talking to them only but there's there's a vibe you get comes back you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying you remember what they say to you yeah that's their legacy that's them yeah that's the energy that's behind Yeah, yeah. yeah most definitely man yeah like john said like it's almost like it's our responsibility as like this generation yeah. to have to remind the kids to like talk to each other because yeah you can literally emoji a laugh that doesn't even require yeah, yeah, a real yeah, laugh yeah, yeah. you know what i mean it's pretty that, crazy that, yeah that's wild i mean uh, let me uh piggyback on that real quick it's crazy um you guys ever like got a text message and you guys converse through text, right? Yeah. But then when you see in person, it's nothing like that. It's like this awkward, like, yo, like, you're not the same person on text messages. You know what I mean? I'm like, yo, that blows me up. Oh, yeah. Ridiculous. It's so, and that's so weird to me, you know? But anyhow. John, you you remember that from the forum days, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Forum days. You talk, you talk. Go ahead. I own a form. I well, I still own it. I mean, I had a car form that I own and ran, and I would meet tons of people, meet them in person, and then it'd be like the most oh. awkward person. I'm like, bro, we were chilling the other like 20 minutes ago on the way here. You're having this conversation, and now that you're in person, you're just looking at your feet. And I get it. Like I understand that. You know, especially if someone you know, we didn't really diagnose autism or anything like that in our age. So like you know, they may not understand that, but you know, some people yeah, just don't, true. you know, yeah, they, they're introverted or extroverted, but they get their energy from, you know, in a forum, social media standpoint, which is understandable. But then when you see them in person, it's like, so who has to make the adjustment? Is it me, the one who's like wanting to conversate more? Or is it that person who's awkward and, you know, having a hard time? Like, it's yeah. like, you know, what's the rule or what's the, you know, what's the, what do we do? So, no, it's, yeah. it's, it's a- it's, it's like anything else in life. It's balance, you know? Mm-hmm. Social media is great. Like I, I yeah. keep saying that. Mm-hmm. Social media is great. Look oh, what yeah. we're doing. Mm-hmm. You put this out over social media. Mm-hmm. But you can't have, it's balance. You can't have just one without the other, yeah. right? You can't just be that guy who's got all these followers, all is willing to media. post all this stuff online, has every quote possible that they can put out there. But then you meet them in person and they're just like, mm. they're not they're what, lacking. They're not yeah. what they're yeah. posting. Yeah. And I and I, I'm not saying it's easy. It's not. I've I've been on people's podcasts. I've talked to tons of people, and I was still awkward on the last episode. Yeah. And it's because you kind of can get stuck in your in your moment. Yeah. And you just got to get past it. You know, it's just it's it's like when you meet people. That's why sometimes I talk to people. I, I've met people that are like, "Hey, man, are you David?" Yeah. What's up? How's it going? And then they're just like, "All right." And then it stops. And I'm like, "Wait, but you just came up to me." Yeah. You just came up to me saying, are you David? And then you stop. Like, yeah, now yeah, what? Yeah. You know? You got to take it a step further and just open it up somehow. Yeah, yeah. You know? And again, that's our responsibility. That's people. something I'd be working on, too. Like, but, you know, well, yeah. but you know, like, I have, to, I have to go from the other side because I am that guy. Or at least 
I'm still battling through that. We had this conversation. Yeah, yeah I was talking yeah. to Eric. I was on the forums. I mean, I had all these, you know, like guys yeah, that I talked to. Really and, are that. Now that I think about it. Right? Yeah, yeah. And I go to meets and not say shit to anyone. Yeah. And it always have to be like, David's going to come up to some guy and he'll come up, come back to me and he's like, hey, homeboy said, what's up with the car? And oh, I'm yeah. just like, I don't know. But <laughs> yeah. go back at night, I DM, or what you call DM forums yeah. back Messaging. in the day. Yeah. 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 Like, hey, what's up? Hey, were you there? Yeah, I was there. But it's like, I was that guy. You know what I mean? And I was just, it's just so hard on that perspective. It's like, dude, how do I approach, I don't know if it was insecurity, anxiousness. Yeah, yeah. I have an anxiety problem, but not to a escalated point where right. I like freak out you know but it's funny because I come home and I would have times you know the times that it'll happen and then I'll tell, tell my wife about it yeah. so like just the other day the whole day I was at work it's like you're just like okay five o'clock comes five thirty, and you're tired not tired but you're just like okay I'm done for today no no one's in the office and I opened the lobby door and the fucking CEO is at the <laughs> fucking elevator lobby go down mm. with me. And I'm in there like, oh, I always shoot the shit saying like, oh, these guys just take a shit too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But in my head, it's like, okay, okay. This, he's just a guy. He's just a guy. Mm-hmm. I opened the door. I was like, fuck. fuck <laughs> yeah. all, the, all the days. And this guy's going to want to talk about the weather. You know what I mean? Like. So yeah. I wanted a quiet elevator fucking ride. And yeah. he opens the door, lets me go first, and says, oh, how's it going? And I'm just like, fuck. fuck. <laughs> That's so funny that you said right? talk about the weather. <laughs> Not funny, to cut you off, but just to add into that, I hate co- fake conversations. Oh, dude. Our CEO yeah. is like the coolest guy. But elevator weather, it's like, dude, this is like the third time in three years we've gotten an elevator. And you ask me about the weather. I mean, of course, I'm sure it's his go-to, you know what I mean? Like, this guy's real cool, and you see him, like, he plays beer pong. Not beer pong, but we would have, like, events at the office or whatever, right? Yeah. And then he he goes down, the elevator opens the door, and goes, have a great evening. You know what I said? (laughs) (laughs) You will not believe what the fuck that's happened, funny <laughs> that's happened said, to me i said <laughs> <laughs> oh i could just imagine his face dude like, like, like what the fuck there was like a final who is right? that guy yeah. Yeah. Was was like, who's that guy that works yeah, he wears glasses. Marco Alfano. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's gonna look me up on the system tomorrow. Yeah, just tell him to tell him he doesn't speak that good at English. Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> yeah, he doesn't speak that good at English. No, but oh, you know man. what? Yeah. We have this conversation. I feel like you're better at conversing with people now. I wasn't always like that, but yeah. how I practice is I would just walk up to people, I would look at them, smile, and say hello, and then just start talking. Yeah, and I mean, over time. And to be honest, like, I'm so much into my head before, where it's, like, it's hard for me to articulate it. Like, even at the beginning of this podcast, you guys asked me, like, what does it mean to you? And I was like, oh, damn. It's in my head. I can see see what you're asking, but it's hard to articulate certain things (laughs) sometimes. Because it's just going in in a million. I'm like, wait. That's what I call the podcast moment. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're, you're ready to talk about anything, and then all of a sudden, boom. Oh, yeah. shit, I'm on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, you hit me with a question. I was like, uh, let me use a lifeline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These guys like, yo, add on. Like, nah, um, it, it's practice. Honestly, it's yeah. practice. I, you know what? I remember that that situation, you know, the owner of the company. Uh, uh, thankfully, I don't have to deal with that anymore right now. But the owner of the company is now in the same space as I'm in. Every time I used to go on the break with the owner of the And you always got to say something stupid. Mm-hmm. Every time. Oh, damn, these fucking vending machines, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know? Yeah. And, and it's like, dude, for real, like I say, people are people. You know, yeah. you just got to keep it on that level. Yeah, you might be the CEO of the company. And I'm just an employee. But... Let me come up and say some shit that you're not even ready for. And now yeah. you're in the awkward position. Those and are the then, bars. Yeah. Yeah, you have to, man. I love doing that. It's like I tell Jackie all the time. Like she's she's uh so I tell Jackie all the time. Uh I, that she, she you know, they they really like her at her job. They appreciate yeah. the shit out of her and she does well there. And I always tell her, Oh, that's thanks to me. You know what I mean? And then she's like, What are you talking about? So they always have like these big Christmas parties. And Jackie actually started working for that company, I want to say, in November. Mm-hmm. So her very first Christmas party was like a month later, right? So then we go, and I'm like, yo, this place is popping. So I'm like, they got money, they got open bar. Like, they did shit, right? I was like, oh, shit. I'm over here, like, back then I was still drinking, right? And I was just like, yo, let me get, like, Patron on ice, bro. Like, that's all I need all night. That's just free. Fuck it. Come the second year, I was like, you know what? It's been a good year. You know, things are going well. So then I was like, the owner was at the bar. So I walked up and I was like, I walked behind him. I was like, yo, let me get two shots, you know? And the, the bartender's like, all right. And the owner looks over at me and I'm like, you good with tequila? And he goes, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not taking a shot. I'm like, oh, you absolutely are taking a shot. Oh, you know? yeah. And he was like, well, he's like, no, I don't drink. I'm like, listen, man, you're paying for this bar. So uh, whatever <laughs> drink you want, go ahead and ask for it. But we're going to take a shot right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's tight. And then he was like, oh, my wife's going to kill me. And then I looked at him and he looked at his wife and I was like, would you mind if he takes a shot? And she's like, I don't care. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Let's keep going. So then I told him, I was like, listen, this shot is to celebrate your business. It's to celebrate what, what you've accomplished in this last year. And I can tell you that I'm happy for my wife to be a part of this company. That's so tight. Boom, we yeah. took that shot, man. After that, she's like, I can't believe you fucking did that, right? And I'm like, oh, trust me, I did that. And you're going to thank me later for and I promise you after that, things were, like, smooth, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and unfortunately, the third year, though, I, I ordered, like, 20 shots. <laughs> it was, like, great, everybody. Great. I made sure he got one, too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But after that, I was like, all right, no more shots. They, literally, we were not allowed to order shots anymore the following year. Yeah. But I still went and got, like, a drink on ice. And I told him, let's have a cheer. You know, like, yeah. cheers to you, you know? And he was just like... I don't even think he knows my name, bro, to be honest with you, but that doesn't matter. He knows matter. your vibe. You know, like, I came at him like, look, let's do this. And that's the thing. It's like I said, it's, it's practice. And thankfully, that wasn't my CEO, so it was yeah. a little bit easier. You know? <laughs> yeah. I haven't had a CEO that I got to be concerned about for 10 years now. I've been working for Rye Wire for 10 years. Ryan Bigelow was my friend, you know, when I started working with him. But I always said if I got another job, I had to work with a CEO. I would definitely try to approach it completely different mm-hmm. and just see what where that takes me. You know what I'm saying? You you, you can fail. You know, I, I also have been one that's always been afraid to fail. 
always, mm-hmm. man. Like, fuck that. I ain't going to fail. But now it's like, fuck, I kind of want to fail, to be honest. Yeah, you, know, you learn the most experience. when you do, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Definitely. I, we're talking about this. I think the best thing you could say is, I don't know. Yeah. Period. Oh, yeah. I, 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 learned, I mean, that's a sales tactic. You know, I've always yeah. done sales. So if you don't know some shit, right away, boom. I don't know, but I can find out. Yeah. That's always been the thing. Yeah. I don't know, but I can find out. Because the truth of the matter is, don't don't bullshit your way through. You can, there's there's a good way of bullshitting, and there's a I flat out shit, and it's gonna be very obvious. So let me just pretty much put it. When out you there. say that, it's tight. When you're like, yeah, honestly, I don't know. Yeah. Can you tell me about it? Yeah. And then just you guys are on the same. Now, if it's something that you're supposed to know, I get it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You're supposed to know. Is that's your job to fucking know? Bad thing, you know? Yeah. But. Yeah. But if it's just something that, like, yo, this, I'm being put on the spot. It's my first time. I've never had to deal with this shit. Then, yeah. like, yo, let's be real. I don't really know, but I'll find out for you. I, yeah, I'll respect you know? that more. Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love, yeah. Or, or on the other end of, like, I don't know. Like you said, I don't know. Can you tell me? If you're, if it's not a work situation where it's yeah. like, yo, I don't know. Enlighten me. I want yeah. to learn more about that it. opens up the conversation yeah. right there. Always, man. Period. Always. It's the best way to learn, you know? Going back to, like, those awkward conversations, though, man, like, I look at it like, I just approach people, ask how their day go- is going. And then I usually ask, like, um, if it's like a CEO or something, I'm like, if you like to read, give me your favorite book. Yeah. Like, hit me with a quote. I mean, or if it's just random people too, I'm yeah, like, yeah. yo, like, what's your goal? Like, what's your ultimate goal in life? I mean, to me, it's, it's coming from like my inner battle, you know? Yeah. That's how I see it. Because as soon as I get comfortable, I can talk to anyone. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's just the initial like, bah. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. You're, you're usually not the guy to open. But yeah. that's what I'm yeah. saying though. It's training. You know? Yeah, the training it's is practice, definitely yeah. worth it, it's man. So because then, like, if you put in your head right now, what we what we're talking about, the next time you're in the elevator with him, yeah, boom, you're gonna catch that dude off guard, and he's gonna play. Be <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, you don't ever say yeah. shit. You know, he's going to be like, fuck. Get up with the How's your day going? What you got going on for the rest of the day? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I'll definitely try that now. I'll let you guys know. <laughs> you know what you should ask him? Ask him, what did you accomplish? Oh, shit. Oh, dude. Yeah. That would be so. Fucking what you accomplished today. Then you start laughing. You know, like, all the time. You don't put people on the spot, man. Like, I like it. Yeah. That's like my, 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 my. Current situation is like I want to get uncomfortable. I like yeah. being uncomfortable. Just crazy. Uncomfortable. Yeah, because yeah. I'm just like, yo, fuck, how am I gonna get out this shit? You know? Yeah. How am I gonna get past this? You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I know I said in the last time I don't like being in comfort- uncomfortable situations. I don't. Yeah. And that's the point. So now I look for when I'm like, oh fuck, I'm uncomfortable right now. I don't like that's it. It's a challenge. And I don't want that feeling anymore. Yeah. So I gotta figure out how to not have this feeling. I will yeah. Do that, yeah. yeah. Definitely, man. Cause it's just like fuck. <laughs> I've I've been in those situations. Nah, yeah, I mean, sure. Just like, about it. Fuck up right now. Like, nah, it just <laughs> reminded me of, of, of like I said, always in the fucking break room trying to talk about the goddamn fucking vending machine. Yeah, like I was like, homie, get the fuck out of here. I don't care about no vending machine. But it, it it's <laughs> it, it's true. Like with that dude, I used to get like that all the time, and I think it's because he honestly was an asshole. But if I could look as clearly as I could today. I mean, that was 10 years ago, but he was an asshole for his own insecurities. Mm-hmm. The dude was young. Dude was, like, owner of the company, 
was I think he was 32 at that time. Oh, damn. so he's 42 right now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And it's like I know that he probably was insecure about his position in that company because he bought that company. You know, oh, and he was yeah. probably just like, "Fuck, man, I don't even know how to steer this boat." Yeah. You know what I mean? And when shit would start going bad, of course he's gonna be an asshole. Cause he's like, "Yo, I'm sinking. I need you motherfuckers to do your job." Yeah, you know? Yeah. And I think that if I knew today what I knew back then, I definitely would have approached him in a whole different way. You know? Yeah. And, and uh, of course, that's part of growth. I mean, yeah. ten years ago, twenty-four years old, when you're twenty, still wet. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's it's different. But man, like that's the thing. It's all an approach and, and how you see yeah. people and what you talk to them about. That, that's what I've been on, man, for the yeah. past couple of years, like getting people out of their comfort zone. Yeah. That's why I got John on this podcast. Yeah. We want to have conversations with people. People that yeah. are shy, I like to joke around. Man. Yeah. A lot. Sometimes I play too much. Yeah. yeah. But it's still like, you got to ask them. I always like to, I like to feel that way, you know what I mean? Rather than, it shouldn't be too serious all the time. Like, I get right. it, you know, but at the end of the day, man, like, you should have fun. Do smile. It's like, you know, they say laughing is like, oh, yeah, person. You know, and I like to break awkward um, situations. I love it. Yeah. You know, like next time I'm going to elevator and it's like dead silent, just be like, awkward. You know, you yeah, hit yeah, him with that, yeah, dude, yeah. you start laughing. <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, what's up, man? Like, how's your day going? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you disarm the yeah. awkward situation. And, Absolutely. And I pay attention. I'm aware of that, you know, and I notice when people are insecure yeah. and stuff. It's not like, I'm not saying I'm better than anybody, but it's like, I want to be able to converse with people yeah and it, we don't have to have a full deep conversation but yeah, yeah. i just want to hit you with some vibes man yeah. right yeah it's cool to say hello to people and stuff yeah, yeah. i do that I mean, with a lot of like uh cashiers all the time especially like women like you know because sometimes they're not really yeah they kind of give off that vibe like you know uncomfortable i mean from my experience but then yeah, i just like to joke with them wait yeah. you pick up on them Huh? I thought it was because you were trying to pick up on it. <laughs> it could be it. <laughs> sometimes, it, sometimes it depends, but man, I love it when it's like they come back at me with some stuff, you know. You know what? Uh, what go, you know man. what you? You know what? Oh, <laughs> I'll tell you what it is. I can't do. It. One thing that I always think is cool is find a girl that you could tell is self-conscious and she's not that attractive, right? Yeah. Make her feel beautiful. Oh, I do that all the time. Yeah, I love that. Always. Older yeah. women, too. I love doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, it's, again, it's just another way to spread love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. But, but what I was saying earlier is the whole reason why I have John here on this podcast, John's my, my friend that I can put in any room. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Any room. Ain't nobody going to make John feel uncomfortable. Yeah, I could tell. Ever. Yeah. Right, John? Nah. Uh, and no. my and at- Oh, yeah. Go ahead. No, I don't know. John, John's walking in and out of the room, I think. No, I'm not. Uh, no, <laughs> I, I don't I don't know. If, if I don't know. I mean, if something 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 bad, I guess, happens. No, because I'd probably attack it if it was something. Yeah, no, I don't know. Not Depends legit. on the vibe, right? Legit. legit. No, I'll figure it out. You can put this dude in any situation, in any room. We're going to get through it. Yeah. This is, this is a... a John's like the strongest battle piece. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like for real though. Like, I, and and that's the thing is like I want to learn that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you talk to yeah, anybody, sure. you can you can be in. John's not sitting in the uh, elevator going. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's that's what I like I admire like yeah. how you guys do that. Like yeah. Eric and David. Now, I'm not always like that. Sometimes yeah, I, I know, but sometimes I'm. Saying, I'm in my- 
you know, I'm going to try that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. And, and like I said, it's come from practice, but I'm still not at John's level yet. Yeah. And that's, to me, is like the ceiling, sure. you know what I mean? Because yeah, I'm like, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, so I have tell this... me where you've been at that you felt uncomfortable or like you I mean, stuck. Man, honestly, I don't know. I've, I've, uh, like, I don't know. Because you look at it from a standpoint of what we do and what I enjoy. And, like, I can't. I can't sit and utter like I, people ask if I'm an introvert or extrovert. And I think when I was younger, I was a, a really big extrovert and I'm an introvert. I think now I think I gained my energy uh, through just being solemn and just being quiet. But I think the idea of not being afraid to say anything to anyone, mainly it's because you never know what's inside that person's head. You know, you never know if like yeah. that, what that person's going through and what exactly is like in there. You don't know their inner turmoil. So I think if you can just take a moment and just a little high, a little head nod or a little compliment to like, you know, I love your shoes, even though you don't like their shoes, but you're just like, I love your shoes. Um, you made their day, right? They, it picks up. So like if you never know, because you could be walking by somebody right now that is on their way to go to a bridge and do something that they shouldn't do. But you don't know that, right? We don't know anything. But if, if you can just hit that one right person, you may have made that person's life or someone's day. I I don't know. I, it might be the apple in me, but like, you just don't know. It's it's opening your eyes to catch it. Yeah. That's the problem. I was, we were talking about this before. It's opening your eyes to catch that moment. John, you remember the little girl in a, Man. Yes, always. So, when I was when we were in Japan, there's these little like uh, kitty purses, right? And they, um, it's like a coin purse. Mm-hmm. And then uh, one of our friends, Joey, he always gets one. He likes cats, so he gets this little kitty purse. And everybody has like a coin purse in Japan because a lot of their money coin form, right? Yeah. So then I was like, yo, Joey, where'd you get that at? Like, I think the girls would love that. The girls love little coin purses. I, oh, I, they have some from, like, everywhere I've gone. You know oh, what I mean? Nice. So he's like, oh, it comes out of this vending machine. And then I was like, he's like, well, we'll walk over there later. and We'll go get it. It was in Tokyo. All right, cool. So we go to this um, vending machine, and I'm, and I'm buying them. And then I look over. I think, I think you said something, right, John? Yeah, and then I, I like looked over, and this little girl is like talking to her mom. She's kind of laughing, and I think it's because she, you know, she just thought it was funny. Like, look at this dude buying a little coin, <laughs> the, the little kitty coin purses, right? Yeah. So then I, I, I was like, oh shit, let me hurry up and get out of her way. You know what I mean? And then for like, in a second, it hit me, and that's the thing that I'm like, you gotta open your eyes to it. I was just like, you know what? So I told the little girl, I'm like, do you like the purses? And she kind of looked. I, I, I don't. She, People in Japan, a lot of times they understand body language, little, yeah, body language, little bits of English, but maybe they can't talk. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, do you like this? And then she kind of looked at me and then I looked at her mom and I, you know, respectfully, I'm like, is it okay if I buy her one? Mm-hmm. And then her mom just kind of looked at me and then I was like, one for her. And then she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I pulled her over and I was like, come pick it out, you know? And then I bought her one of the little purses. And she, dude, the look on that girl's face was priceless, bro. Yeah, That's that shit got I could, I just, right, John? Oh, I, it John, it was amazing to see. That's tight. Yeah. Man. And like for me, I was just like, fuck, dude. Like I got stuck in that moment. And, and you know, being a dad to two little girls, I definitely got those soft spots now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But right. for me, I was just like, she couldn't believe it. She looked at her mom. She even did the whole little like jump up and down and stuff <laughs> like that. And her mom, thank you. And then I was like, no, thank you. Because yeah. 
this little purse that I just bought for her daughter, that don't mean shit. That moment Period. made my entire yeah. trip. You exactly. Know what I'm so like, yeah, I was she'll like, never forget. Yeah, yeah, and I told her, thank, no, yeah. no, thank you. I told her, you know. And yeah. then the other thing, you know, whether whether she did or did not, um, you know, I told John that. Not only that, she, she now knows don't judge don't judge a book by its cover. You mm, know, yeah. I'm not Japanese, and I'm in this country, right? Mm. I'm probably look different than anyone she's ever seen before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Fresh bald head, big beard, big dude with a bunch of other dudes. You know mm. what I'm saying? We definitely look like a scene. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I think for her, she was just like, wow, you know? And for me, it was just like that. Yeah, that moment is priceless. To get that feeling that you feel inside is priceless, you know? So for me, it's like you got to open your eyes. I got a one of our friends, Chewy, shout out to Chewy. He, he, uh, he's observant or shit like that. He's not the nicest guy. He's actually an asshole, but he's very <laughs> observant about stuff. You know what I mean? And I, and I appreciate that because having him around kind of reminds you, like, hey, Pay attention to this, you know, like he's the hold the door for you type, help a old woman across the street type. Maybe it's Super because old school cat. Yeah, it might yeah. be because you know he's been in the military for a long time. I don't know where it comes from, or that's just how he was raised, you know. But he's definitely that type, and it's good to have people around because I think our our general group of who we travel with is like that. And again, if you keep your eyes open and you pay attention to those things, you're around people who think that way. It definitely goes a long way. Yeah, you know for sure. Just you telling that story, man, reminded me. Yeah. You know, and that's what I'm saying. And, and I'm telling you all this, I'm the angry guy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So for me, it's like, you want to waste all your time being angry all the time? Yeah. Or do you want to have moments like that and speak to people like that and actually have make a difference and have that different life, you know? Yeah. Because so. it's definitely contagious, right? Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. And someone could, like... You know, seeing that from afar, and they see like, oh, look, look at that guy! Like, it's a random dude just bought this like little yeah. girl like a little toy, and just, like, yeah. it might have made their day to see something yeah. like that go down, yeah. right? Or they have this whole perspective of like, look at these group of guys about yeah, to cost to no good or something. Yeah, for sure. And man. then all of a sudden, you do that, and they're like, oh, then they check I'm themselves. Wrong. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm wow. sure that happened oh, for oh, that guy. Like, yeah. oh, I check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, my mom taught me that too because she's yeah. like you're always gonna look the way they don't want you to it yeah. straight up you know when i was growing up my mom was like you're never gonna look the way you're supposed to mm-hmm. you're just not cut that way mm-hmm. so don't yeah she's like don't don't give them a reason to mm-hmm. know you know what i'm saying but yeah. for anyone that's listening if you ever go to japan this vending machine's right around the corner from billionaire's boys club in harajuku oh, oh man nice. <laughs> <laughs> We'll never, I won't forget it now because of it, but I mean, it's, you know, we should make it a tradition. So if any of y'all ever go out there and you see a kid, make it a a tradition. I don't have to say where it came from, but just know it came from David. That's all. (laughs) It's like the whole pay pay forward thing, man. The first time that happened to me, I was like, what the fuck is this dude doing? I had a guy pay for my breakfast one and I was like, yo, man, nah, bro, you can't pay for my breakfast, dog. <laughs> like, oh, he he looked at me. He was like, what? Bro, hey, what do you mean, man? He's like, look, the whole point is for you to go and do it for someone. And then I was like, all right, cool. Like, I appreciate that. I was like, but I was like, let me ask you something. Why'd you do that? And he's like, because it's my birthday. Dang. And I was like, what? And he was just like, yeah, it's my birthday. 
You know what I'm saying? So spread that. Yeah, spread he's that like, love, you yeah, know? today is a good day. You know, I want That's today to be a good dope, day, so man. spread it. So after that, I was like, yo, man, that shit's real, you know? Yeah. And and sometimes I think that I find myself looking for someone, right? Like, who looks like they would really appreciate yeah, it? Yeah. That's kind of besides the point, too. You exactly. know what I'm saying? True. Hopefully, you you know, you don't get stuck with the person that's like, how the fuck did I do that shit for him? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But that doesn't change your what you had in your heart while you Yeah. You had a purpose of why you did it. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, that reminds me, tomorrow's Friday. Maybe I'll have to pay it forward. I'm going to do that. That's actually I'll take that. Speaking of pay it forward. Oh, yes. Go for it. Oh, yeah. um, It's uh, this Saturday. We're actually doing a backpack drive. uh, Oh, that's right. Everybody at this table actually donated, so thanks for your donation. But we found a guy, like, through social media. um, He's giving back to the community, and he's aiming to give – a thousand backpacks full of school supplies to kids who need it at a local park. Wow. And this is like right in the backyard of where I went to school at Poly High School in Long Beach. And it's one of those parks where it's like you don't really want to be caught like walking over there by yourself. You know, it's yeah, not yeah. the safest place. But yeah, he's um, or we're we're uh, volunteering there on Saturday. We're just gonna be giving out backpacks, and I'm there for like the kids like smiles. You know, yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Like that feeling of like. Yeah here you go like this is for you and it's you know you don't have to give me anything in return like this is yeah you know absolutely and man. if you need it like you got it and hopefully and just, those kids remember that you know what I mean? yeah. i'm sure they will it's not even a question but they're gonna remember yo i remember when i was a kid and i went to the park and these dudes were just handing out backpacks for stuff, nothing like you know? they just did it to yeah. do it you yeah. know yeah and i think one thing i'm learning too about that is because this is like um one of the first like big volunteer things that me and uh, my brother Marco have really gotten involved with together, but it's it's about like uh, multiplying your impact. You know, yeah. like I asked people to donate, and I was like, you know, three bucks buys a kid a backpack, and I in one day I raised like two hundred sixty six bucks with people donating like three dollars, nine bucks. Some people yeah. donated thirty, but th- like nine dollars to somebody that's nothing, right? Or All three bucks is like not buying a soda for lunch, getting a water. Yep. But a hundred people do that, you have like three hundred bucks, and you're providing these things for these kids that have no other way of getting it. And it's just like I could do my small part, but if I try to get everybody else to get involved, even with that small amount, you just multiplied your impact by like so much. Yeah. So it's it's not about asking one person to donate a hundred bucks. It's asking a hundred people to donate three bucks. And I think yeah. that's just that idea of you don't have to take that biggest step. Just take take a step plant that seed yeah. you know because yeah. if you don't it's just like uh well we, we'll do it next year yeah, yeah. You, you've definitely been on it for a while man that's like definitely something i've noticed out of you and, I, and like you said it's contagious you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying definitely because I, I think the people around you too when you make the effort it spreads you know what i'm saying and again you're the guy with your eyes open mm-hmm. right so maybe the three of us at this table never even thought to find something like that or, or had the ability to find something like that but the second that you asked for three dollars we definitely all were like okay it's three bucks you know what i'm saying or whatever amount we gave but the point is in the three dollars and it's it's you were the one with your eyes open you know mm-hmm. so that's the thing maybe next time it's going to be marco or eric or myself but if you are in a group of pe- people who are constantly thinking about that it could go like duck duck goose around the yeah. group those spreads you know yeah and so it's, it's 
That's good, man. Yeah, that was cool. also like one of the goals for like for us three right here in Guardians of Seeds, but but just for us three, you know, to give back. Yeah. Right? Because we all grew up, you think about it, you owe it to your parents. We didn't have we were never hungry. Like big picture shit. Mm-hmm. Like we were never hungry. I never had to worry about fucking backpack. Yeah. Yeah. Man. It was never like and oh, now I that I have kids. It's like I see a fucking sign on the preschool saying one out of whatever, some statistic, one out of 10 kids are homeless. Can you imagine, bro? Right? Living in the cars. And like you hear stories of like our fellow friends that are like teachers, counselors. And they would say like, like, dude, kids are fucking sleeping on the streets and going to school the next day. That's fucking wild, bro. Right? It's unimaginable. Yeah. no. So like we that. had this thing and we were having dinners and we had a sorry ass dinner. I'm not gonna say the restaurant. Yeah. Sorry ass dinner. Oh, and we, we told we ourselves paid a lot, like, we paid like, stuff. Just us three. Yeah. And I was like, fuck this place. <laughs> oh right? yeah, 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 yeah. So we're like, dude, you know what we could do? Let's Our bill was seventy five bucks. You know what we could do with seventy five bucks? And the whole ride home was like, we could have given cheeseburgers yeah. we could have given <laughs> kids this we yeah. could have we could have went and gave like uh, more than a hundred tacos to like the homeless people and just literally threw it out the window and just be like yo tacos <laughs> exactly. taco tuesday you know but besides yeah. the point right but it's like dude we just ate a sorry as dinner it's just recognizing like how privileged you are how lucky you are in your position no matter where you are right yeah yeah for the little things and it puts you back to perspective where I can't complain. There's I can't kids imagine that are homeless, and, you know what I mean. Kids are definitely a spot now. Oh, dude! You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you for sure, parent, for sure. Is hands down. You'll give up everything. Yeah. Down, right. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's so, on Saturday. Um, so we'll wind it down. Uh, the first thing I have a, a question I want to ask you guys, but before that, uh, let's talk about the pop up. Can you yeah. give them the official uh, date, place, maybe even address? Um, it's uh, it's gonna be what's on the date? August thirty first. Uh, we're gonna have a pop up. Actually, sorry, it's it. it you changed it, right? No, no, no. Gonna... There's two. The thing is, um, there's a pop up. The pop up week where we're gonna be in that gallery is mm-hmm. from August twenty sixth to September fourth. Right, and this is at forty-one forty-five North North Way in Lakewood or Long Beach. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Wolf's Brew. You can follow them at Wolf's Brew underscore LB. You know, and then we're gonna have a pop-up event, pop-up a party. Party, you could say. Okay, I got all worried when I saw twenty-six. I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna be in New York." <laughs> it's gonna be on the thirty-first, and it'll be from six to ten. We're still tweaking out, like, if we're going to have beer, most likely coffee, beer, donuts, but maybe an option, we might have a taco guy out there. So we're going to, yeah, we're going yeah, to make it, then. yeah, we're going so to showcase some of the products that we have. Yeah. So we're going to showcase the products. Yep. Um, yeah. People are welcome to enjoy some coffee and uh, see some art, some, some of our new pieces. And support your local coffee shop. Yeah. Yep. Right. <laughs> Homies. We're gonna have to talk to what'd you say his name was? Briar. 
Brian, we're gonna have to talk a little bit about your hours though, because I'm gonna try to get there in the morning. They ain't open yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna need to get someone to come in a little bit earlier. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and uh, finish it off with a question. They talk about speak things into existence, right? So um, I don't know. We won't give it a ton time frame. Maybe we should. You can call it what time frame you want. They're a year or two years from now. What's a personal goal that you have regarding each of you guys? Period. Whether it be something you want to do with it, whether it be something you want to put out, a product you want to put out, whether it be, it doesn't matter, any kind of goal, two years from now. Two years from now. Two years from now. Two years. We, we always talk about it, yeah, you know? Uh, like yeah, yeah. the the whole the whole uh two years from now and um with us starting this stuff it's it's never about money it's, it's it goes back to being passionate about it yeah, yeah i think that goes about and um the goal and not even a two-year goal i guess just the goal in general for me is to be able to do that and um be able to um do it every day where i could put my full focus on it where it puts food on the table and just continues. Um, I mean, we just get to focus on that nothing else. Yeah. Um, so again, it's not about a money thing. It's just like yeah, full focus and just bringing people together and collaborating. And then, you know, hopefully go to places like Japan and stuff. Right. You know? I think you could throw that Jap- the Japanese pop-up in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that. for sure. A couple of times. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I definitely want it to be a platform um, for people to collaborate and for us to just, like I said, just be able to just to focus on that and for us to be able to provide for our families through that vehicle, but at the same time working on that because it's a passion, you know, it's right. something we're passionate about. So, yeah, um, I guess um, a full avenue to just express yourself. Pretty, yeah. Yeah. That full force. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, like on a more specific note, I think um like within probably a year, since we're we're kind of doing this like after work, you know, this is our passion project, so we don't we're not able to spend eight eight hours a day on it. So it's like a slow growth, but it's a growth nonetheless. But within a year I want like the business model to be like self sustaining where we don't have to worry too much about the logistics part where we can re- just like focus on just creating. Like we don't have to worry about like, cause right now we're, it's, you know, from the beginning stages, we're right about the, the minute things of packaging. Where do we place this, you know, this tape, how do we close it up? Where are we going to ship it from? You know, right. right. All that we're, stuff. But once that, that this yeah, when all okay. that stuff is out of the way, we have the, the business model and everything um, kind of squared away where we just were able to just create yeah like what eric said yeah but i think the way to get there is not just through good ideas and you know good product but it's also like really honing in on that uh the logistics part of it yeah you know and just really focusing on that where we don't have to worry about it it's kind of just like mm-hmm. well a well-oiled machine by that point perfect i mean two years combined to what they said like, I think my goal for it is, like, shit, I lost it. <laughs> well, also, like, I, I, want it, I want it to be, like, 
because <laughs> how lavish started it, it was like a local brand right like some kids from long beach like trying to trying to make something and i think i just i really want to um i wanted to have like that grassroots type of feel where it's organically growing like it, it starts with you know friends supporting friends mm-hmm. and then people seeing it from you know instagram or wherever it may be like different platforms but just Word of mouth. yeah growing in the community and then people knowing like oh that's a long beach friend and then after that be like oh that's like a brand from like socal or so you know or that's a brand from california and so i just wanted to st- to grow that way rather than mm-hmm. spreading yeah, out randomly sure. right mm-hmm. like, the, because, no, oh, sorry no that, that was it no i mean um for back for lack of better words i mean marco explained exactly what i wanted to say he articulated that for me but definitely is uh to inspire man i want to i personally want to inspire people mm-hmm to for people to um to work on their so-called passion project or to love what they do that's like the goal and that's my goal for garden seeds is to put full focus on that where it allows us to make a living Mm -hmm. but at the same time create change positive change Change. i think people forget inspiration is a give and take yeah yeah well i i think i coming back to it now it's like i started this I talked to them. I started this. Let's just do it. Yeah. Let's just do it. We'll forget about the money. We're not going to do it for the money. Mm-hmm. Of course, we're still using our own money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But to me, in two years, if, if even if it just breaks even, but we're so still alive and well, like I said, yeah. Yeah, self-sustaining, it's, I'm, I'm happy with it. Mm-hmm. But of course, like, again, to like what Eric said, if, if we may be blessed, you know, not if we're gonna take those words when, out. yep, you know, when it happened, it's like my main goal is like my wife could only do part time, mm-hmm. you know, we need to still. do that, yeah. Oh, yeah, like that's yeah, that's that's yeah. my honestly, that's my main goal. My wife, my wife to stay with my kids less or more, turn your garage into my garage, and talking about, sure. yeah, right, yeah, yeah. right. It gives us the it hopefully, it gives right. us the freedom to when it gives us the freedom to, to just support others support yeah yeah saving the garden yeah. we're watering we watered it today mm-hmm. really well yeah david you have to answer that question too bro yeah you have to answer what your you same see? question what's your goal, your goal for the podcast oh yeah. for the podcast doesn't have to be a podcast just your goal in two years like you said, to inspire. And the thing about inspiration is, it's for me, it's a give and take. I think people forget that it's a give and take. For all those people who are out there inspiring others, I would hope that they get some inspiration out of it. You know what I'm saying? So you should never feel like there's anything wrong with, with inspiring someone because in turn, you're going to get back. Or the person who's being inspired shouldn't feel like, oh, well, this person's so great because they're inspiring everybody. It's like, nah. It's a give and take. It's just a circle. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You get I pass the body, you pass it back. That's going. That's how mm-hmm. you keep the momentum. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know. Like I've, in the last week, I've definitely grown to really appreciate podcasts. And in general, two years from now, I think I would like to grow upon the things that we talked about: the mindset, the the uh, spreading conversation, love. Um, 
paying it forward, just just continuing to do that, keep the negativity out, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. Try to do away with the whole like anger side, you know? I'm always gonna be someone who's protective of my family. Definitely like don't fuck with me on that sense. But that, I can just leave it at that. It doesn't need to be anything more than that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if I can be on the positive end any other time and no one needs to see that side of me, that's really my goal. Like, mm-hmm. That's always been my goal. And I'm definitely trying to push towards it some more. Cool. Yep. Yeah. Cool. All right, guys. Well, thank you very much. I think that was a great episode. John, maybe you can join us for the next one. Yeah. <laughs> no, you guys had a flow I'd, I never <laughs> want to interrupt. <laughs> no, man. I mean, this is, a, this is dope. It's a dope experience. I've yeah, never done yeah. this, man. This is yeah. first time for sure. First yeah. for me, too. Yeah. Thank Definitely you. Definitely got cool, some man. gems to take on. from this, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Looking forward to doing more of these. Thank sure. you guys for being yes. here. Thank you for being the first episode. Um, yeah. I really hope that, like I said, we can look back at this first episode and and see how much we've both grown from it, you know? Yeah. And uh, appreciate this day for a long time. You know? All right. Yeah, man. Thanks. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Appreciate it, guys. Appreciate y'all. Thanks, John. Yeah, for sure. Taking appreciate the, time. the insight. This is, this is awesome.